Hey Caitlin, I'm so sorry to bother you. I hope this is okay and that I found the right person. Are you by any chance Dick's ex? If so, I have some questions for you that I've had for years. I've been too scared to reach out to you. I hope you're willing to answer me, but no hard feelings if you're not. Hey Naomi, I am. Um... I would be open to answering, I guess. It depends. It wasn't the nicest time in my life. Thank you so much for answering. I'm his ex after you, I think. He ruined my life. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. He ruined mine too. Hey guys, we've gotten some feedback in constructive criticism since posting the first episode so I'm just jumping in here to say that uh, like every podcast ours gets better over time this is not a story of two sentences and it's done this story is our years-long relationship with Dick Caitlin and I decided to move our conversation from text phone and voice memos to a podcast when we started recording I was sick I sound a bit drowsy and I'm sorry about that. Also, it takes some time to get used to talking to a microphone. If you stick with it, it gets so much better. I promise. Before we jump into this episode, we wanted to remind you that we swear a lot as we go through this and that we'll be talking about different subjects that may be triggering to some listeners, such as domestic violence, sexual assault, covert control, sex, and overall R-rated material. We won't be talking in depth about most of these things in each episode, and if we are, we will give you a trigger warning before we delve into something too deep. But we wanted to start each episode with saying, look after your own mental health, and if it's not worth it today don't listen to the episode do you want to explain about dick a little bit how it's not his real name yeah i can do that um okay so for our ex uh we don't use his name um we're gonna be using dick that's his that's what we call him it's a fitting name um, and we gave him that name because of the podcast something was wrong if you haven't listened to it I strongly advise you to listen to it it's so interested and interesting and uh, very catchy um, Dick is the best name for him um, and yeah we want to respect his privacy and not getting in trouble for outing him i think it's more that we don't want to out him (laughs) and get in trouble for it than respect him because at the end of the day i don't think any of us have any respect for him yeah yeah but yeah dick is a a fitting name and a callback to an incredible podcast that goes through lots of different stories of people who had similar Similar stuff, very wild stories. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
and saying that, uh, explaining that it's not his real name, um, if you recognize this person in a picture we might have put out, obviously we're not going to show his face and we're not going to say his name, but if you do recognize him, stay away from him. It's my best advice. Just stay away. Yeah, and also if you know who we're talking about or if you happen to know us, if you knew me between the years of 2009 and 2015 or if you knew Naomi between 2016 and 2020 and you noticed a significant shift in us or that perhaps we did things that you wouldn't consider very nice, that we will get into it Um but we were very much under the control of an abusive relationship um, and both of us were isolated from family and friends. We'll get into all of that. But, um, yeah, we just wanted to touch on that a little bit as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, let's say something about us. I can start with saying something about me. Um, 28, turning 29 this year, I live in Norway. Uh, I'm half Norwegian, half Dutch, so I speak three languages. Excuse my English sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your English is perfect, <laughs> like, for it to be your third language. Well, thank you. Doing this thank you. Come on. It is, it is my third language, and I, for those of you wondering, being that I'm a Norwegian and we're not taught uh, Australian in school, I was in this relationship for a long time. And it's just one of those things that changed. Uh, so my accent is Australian from this relationship and I have no control of changing it back. And at the end of the day, I like it. I'm fine with it. So it's yeah. funny because you have such a Norwegian accent to Australians. I'm sure I, I pick up on the Australian bits and pieces, but to Norwegians, I'm sure you sound very Australian. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Dick used to tell me, oh, you speak perfect Australian. If you ever go to Australia, they're not even going to know you're Norwegian. And I'm like, even I can hear my Norwegian in my Australian accent like come on <laughs> but, but yeah. would you were pro I mean you've been speaking English less often recently until I came along yeah yeah of course like now the last week and a half I've been speaking a lot of English and now I'm like struggling speaking Norwegian I don't know if you thought about this Caitlin or if you have something that you want to say to like the people that are gonna listen because I imagine you know, my family, your family, like friends, like even friends I had before, friends I'm not friends with anymore. Like, if any of the people in my life listen to this, um, yeah, you, you're in for a treat. You might be shocked. There's not a lot of people that knew what I was going through and, uh, 
today I try to be open and honest about everything. New people that I meet and people I haven't spoken to in a while. Um, if I get asked like, oh, are you still with Dick? Um, I tell them honestly, no, and that it was horrible. And then are they ever shocked? Yeah. So many, so yeah. many of them are shocked, like completely shocked. And I remember are like, people being shocked too. Yeah. And others are like, well, I'm not surprised. You know, some people right. say I'm not surprised. And so that's what I, surprises me. Like, yeah. if you're not surprised, I don't know. Well, it's hard because you're unreachable. But, and so that's, so there's two things here, right? To any family or friends or people who know us that are listening, either you knew and you didn't know how to help us. And if that's the case, then you should harbor absolutely no guilt because. Both of us were unreachable. And the other side of it is if you're listening and you had no idea that you also shouldn't harbor any guilt, right? Um, But just, just, yeah, this is, it's hard to talk about. It's hard to be vulnerable. There's a lot of shame involved in this. And so the the reason why you didn't know is we're not going to tell people during the time that, you know, I go home to an extremely abusive relationship. You're trying to pretend that everything's okay. You're trying to cover everything up, you know. Yeah. Some of the stories, and I've shared very little with my family, but they are absolutely shocked. And, yeah, of course, why would I have shared this with you at the time? Um, So, yeah, I had um, a moment like over a year ago where I made like a dumb TikTok about Dick and it went viral overnight. And then I sort of shared very high level my story right and I hadn't Mm. even really remembered much of it but I had people messaging me at the time like I knew you were in a bad relationship but I had no idea it was this bad and if those same people are now listening to this and you're gonna get details about financial abuse which no one knew about details about maybe or maybe not like but you know we're abused in every way and sexual abuse comes into that maybe you might hear things about the way that we were treated or the things that we went along with or you know that things were controlled down to the way that we did our hair what we dressed the way we talked and so it might sound insane to you um you don't have to talk to us about it when you see us or you you know we don't need anything from you and and it's just more than anything sorry if we treated you anyway during that time i'm sorry i shouldn't speak for both of us but on my part um, i isolated i isolated a lot of friends um i was told and you know manipulated into believing that family and friends didn't have my best interests at heart and um I regret severing ties with so many people. Um, I was forced to cull my Facebook down to 80 people. He moved me across the world. I was truly isolated. And if I wasn't a good friend to you then, I am so sorry. I was just truly in survival mode. Yeah, and that's the thing. You're in survival mode. Like you, You don't have a way of reaching it. You don't have a, like, what are you going to do? You know, pick up the phone to that one friend you were treating like shit. Be like, hey, please help. Like, it, in that moment, it feels feels like you feel stuck. I, I remember I felt so stuck. Um, 
and there was no way out and how do I explain this and why am I treating people like that but like even when I read messages and throughout this podcast we're gonna be reading messages from back then and I might have said some stupid shit about some people that I deep down love right I told told him I just agreed with him you know like because the consequences me, of not agreeing with him were not worth were so it. much yeah is not worth it at all so yeah um so sorry anyone, before we jump in yeah to anyone <laughs> out there I'm so sorry like family friends past friends um if you hear this uh, and if you think, like Caitlin said before, if I was a dick to you between 2016 and 2022, just know that I was manipulated. Um, and if you feel I should have told you, um, she couldn't. That you're about to tell you, yeah, I couldn't. I wasn't able to. We'll get to the conversation of how we feel and how we felt about friends and family before him during him and after him Mm -hmm. um if we're not in contact anymore and you want to hit me up after learning all these things about the relationship then i'm still here i'm still me i'm still the same person i was before i met him and i'm getting back to my old self i'm working on myself I'm in therapy, I go once a week and I work really hard on myself because I do struggle with PTSD um, and some other things that are, you know, this relationship left me broken and I'm just trying to fix myself. So just know, like, it wasn't necessarily me and I'm more than happy to answer certain questions but some things i'm not going to be willing to talk about and i hope that people understand that um and if you do have questions then continue listening to the podcast because you're going to get most answers here yeah and um yeah i just believe me when i tell you i have at the end a relationship with dick paired to be killed I prepared myself for him to kill me. I had to mentally, it took me more than a year to actually break up with him once I decided I was done with him. Yeah. But I was so scared of him that I needed to get to a place where I realized that if I break up with him and he kills me, then I'm dead and... That's better than what I mean, right? Pain. Now. It's better. Um, maybe that puts it in perspective of how scared I was. I was preparing myself to die, and I'm happy I'm here. I'm happy I didn't, and I'm happy he didn't kill me. Because um, yeah. then I'm this happy he didn't kill you either. Yeah, and I'm happy he didn't kill you either. You wouldn't have had to have dated him though. He would have been in jail. <laughs> yeah. If he killed you, yeah. yeah. Still, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one's worse. Um, right. Yeah. A lot of bridges were burned. And uh, at the end of 2017, for my sake, like I worked hard for my life. The life I had in Oslo when I met him 
I was a manager and I was enjoying life and I was 21 and I had like the best time. I lived with my roommate and she was my best friend at the time and there's not a person in this world I've laughed with so much as I have with her. Like the deepest, purest laughs and I appreciate those times I had with her because we're no longer friends. Um... And I think it's sad. I think it's sad that he was able to ruin that friendship that I had with her. But yeah, at the end of 2017, I think it was around October, my life in Oslo, it was over. The life that I worked years to build, that I was so happy with, it was over. And it just crashed and burned. Literally burned. And I had no way of fixing it. So and the hard thing was away and he isolated me even more yeah sorry you were saying no sorry keep going no i think i just want to say to all the amazing people out there that did help me i think you know who you are and some of you have told that even though you didn't know the fact that you just you saw me helped me a lot so lots of love to all those people that helped me and that helped Caitlin. Yeah. Because being in that situation is just so horrible and painful and you feel so lost and so stuck. Yeah. And I had multiple people just help me in the escape and yeah, people who saw me, saw past what I was going through at the time and, and helped me get out of that relationship apart from the team that helped me escape is like thank you so much because yeah it was those people who saw us that gave us the the confidence to know that we could get out yeah definitely absolutely okay you want i'm caitlin and this is naomi and i was married to dick i was with dick for almost six years and naomi took over the duties once i was gone yeah, I took over the duties and stayed with him for around five years, I think. Not too sure about the timeline. Everything's a bit blur, but you get the gist of it once we start telling about it, I guess. Yeah, so, well, I, we wanted to talk about what the beginning of the relationship was like because the end of it was so bad we both ended up escaping in the middle of the night we both revealed this to each other we our messages exploded after those first few texts and Naomi and I have essentially been on the phone since on different time zones but uh we can talk a little bit about that I guess the fact that we've known each other for a week and a half yeah I guess a week we're already sisters and uh, yeah it's been a crazy week and a half it's been insane and um and we were both in a, in a pretty scary scenario but and it turned pretty scary quite quickly but um let's talk about that initial initial relationship and we're just gonna have a casual conversation and bounce off each other as we always do so yeah. Take it away, Nate. Sounds, uh, <laughs> sounds like a good idea. Well, 
I met him in 2016, and I was blonde, and I was 21. <laughs> um, there's a lot of similarities just from the get-go. Well, like you said, I just took over from you, basically, because you were done with him. 2016 sometime, yeah? Yeah. Well, I left him... At the end of 2015, but it's difficult to leave. <laughs> of course, yeah. So you left him way earlier and then... And then was manipulation Probably. continued. Uh, yeah, Dick continued to manipulate me for a while, as he did you. But um, yeah. Yeah, so 2016, there wasn't much time in between us, we've found too, which is very interesting. Yeah, and still he had some girls in between uh, us. Mm -hmm. uh, I know about at least two. So if you if you dated Dick in twenty sixteen, <laughs> summer twenty sixteen, then you, you went know, Norway. Shoot us a message. <laughs> shoot us a message. Yeah, either in Norway or in Poland. Oh, yeah. Could have been. Could have been. Mm, could have been both. Yeah. Or even just online. This is a story that goes across continents, Europe, North America, and Australia. So, yeah. But during so 2015, he was in Europe. Yeah. Okay. So I'm uh, half Norwegian, half Dutch. And I've lived my whole life in Norway, and this relationship ended up being only in Norway because we never ended up moving, uh, and I'm happy we never did at the end of the day, knowing what I know now. But you, your relationship was started off in Australia, yeah? Yeah, started off in Australia. And then he got you to move from there. Yeah, he wanted to move to America or Europe. He just did not want to live in Australia. Um, no. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, so I started uh, my relationship with him. Or, like, I met him first time um, in the, at the end of the summer 2016. I was a bar manager for a company and he worked for the same company, but that company had a lot of different restaurants and bars and you couldn't possibly, you couldn't possibly know everyone in that company. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I was asked to work a shift uh, at a different place because they didn't have enough people and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll work there for a night. That's fine. Sounds fun. Um, they didn't have food, they only had drinks and it seemed like a fun place to be bartending just for a night and that's where he worked and that's how I met him I met him, he worked also for the same company, a big company um, and he worked at a different store than I did so I met him at a like a it was like sort of a work party event thing mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of destined to meet, I guess. Same as with me. Working in the same company at, at some point you'll You'll meet him. Yeah. You'll meet him. Yeah. And um 
I met him at the wrong time, I guess. I was open for a relationship at that time, and I was in so many ways. I was in such a good place in my life. I was 21, I was young, I was partying, I was having fun, but in my head and in my... Um, yeah, I think my head was just not in the right place. You know, I was going through some, through some things and I was very open to the love bombing that he starts every relationship with, I guess. Yeah, so let's... I remember that, that so intense. <laughs> and mm. I, I remember when it stopped and I remember saying to my good friend, like... He used to, like, parade me around. Like, I was trying to explain to her, like, what I wasn't getting anymore. And she was like, well, you've met everyone. Like, there's no more parading to do. Like, you know, and I was like, no, you don't get it. Like, he, I was everything. Like, every, the, the, what he had been looking for completely. He made it out, at least. Yeah. It's like showing you off to everyone. Yeah. But it's like, you can look back at it and it's like, when you're in the situation, it feels like, it feels amazing. And it's like, oh, you're, you feel like a princess and he's treating you so well and it's so nice. And But looking back at it, I'm like, he's just showing me off. You know, he's just, he's not treating me like a human. He's treating me like something I, he owns. Right, and he's like to his friends, he's like showing Look off. Like he would show off his new phone. You know? yes. <laughs> I got this awesome phone. Now I got this awesome girlfriend. You know, it's like he shows you off. Like you're his property, and you yeah. truly, you are his property. A hundred percent, you are his property throughout the entire relationship. And it starts so early that you you're not even noticing it. Because we were reading back through old messages and those messages where he it's an expectation that you are at his house when he gets home. And yeah. at the beginning it's written really sweetly or flirtatiously, but it, yeah. within a couple of days is an expectation that you're there. And if you're not, there needs to be an explanation as to why. Yeah. I was reading, like, for the last few days I've been reading conversations from um, 2016 from her October August October August September October um and it's like August and September and October they're still nice messages and we're just chit-chatting I think I had my shift there in either Maybe I had it in September, but it wasn't even August. Like it was September. It was like like the last bit of summer. Um, and then in October, that's when we started talking. You know, mm-hmm. um, because my housemates at the time her birthday was in September and we celebrated her birthday and I posted a video on Instagram September 2016 and 
after that, I just never posted until I was out of the relationship, basically. I think I have one or two posts on Instagram that was while I was with him, but it was never a picture of him. I was not allowed to post pictures of him. Which is very different from mine. So that was very different from me because I wasn't allowed to use social media the way that I used to. It wasn't that I could freely use it however I wanted but I could um, certainly post pictures of him. He wanted it, our relationship very much on display. If I made a status and it didn't mention him, that would have been an issue. Yeah. And I you think... weren't allowed to mention him at all. No, I think um, the big difference, and I think the reason why is that one big lie that was in my relationship with him. What was that lie, Nate? The fact that he was married to you. (laughs) Yeah. I did not know that he was married when I met him. He never told anything about it. I didn't even know that your breakup was like that recent. Right. So it sounded like it was an ex from ages ago and that I had really screwed him over. I think we had that conversation like early on, like, okay, when did you break up with your ex? And his answer was like, uh, roughly a year ago. Well, technically true. (laughs) Yeah. I think he counted from the, from the night you left in the middle of the night. (laughs) So, and what, and then what, what else did he say about that? Nothing. Then that was it. Or what else? Yeah, I guess like, so just, yeah, what was he saying about his ex? What was he saying to you? Why did he say he couldn't post on social media? Sorry, go back to that. Yeah, no, he didn't say, he never had, like, the reason for not posting on social media never, never had anything to do with his ex, you. you yeah. Know? It was always that uh, he doesn't want stuff on the internet and um, it would it would always he had that I don't remember like word for word exactly what he said but it was something along the lines that nobody needed to know his business yeah business so nobody needs to know my business yeah and this is like early on in the relationship and early on I didn't want to post anything about him right Uh, but once we come we're at maybe November we were already a couple and, you know, I was young. I was 21. And I'm like, if I'm in a relationship, I want to be Facebook official because that was a thing. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. But it was like I, do, I wonder thing. if it is. Yeah, it was much. If it's still a thing, it was a much bigger thing back then. Yeah, because it yeah. was like, if you were a couple, it was on Facebook. Of and course. if it wasn't on Tagged. Facebook, you weren't yeah. a couple. That's it. That's true. A hundred percent. And I was like... You know, I go on Facebook once we decide we're together, you know, I go on Facebook. Well, he decided we were together because he, he, somebody at work asked him. How's your girlfriend? How's your girlfriend, you know? Jokingly. Yeah. yeah, like they're giving you shit because you're flirting, you're on your phone. It's like, I got that question as well, as well. And I was like, I'll tell you when there's something to tell, you know, that was my answer. Mm-hmm. And his answer was like, yeah, she's good. 
And then obviously the follow-up question is, uh, so you're official, she's your girlfriend. And he's like, yep. And then he texted me saying like, oh, by the way, I told people we're together. So just sweet. decided <laughs> now we're in a relationship. Back then, I didn't think anything of it. Obviously, you thought it was, was nice. Like, yeah, I was head over heels with this guy and the fact that he was the first one to say that we're in a relationship. Oh my god, he's treating me like a princess. Mm-hmm. And you're like days yeah. in though. You're literal days yeah. in. Yeah, days, weeks. We haven't, like, I don't even know this guy. And that's the thing. I would bring that up. Like, but I don't really know you. Like, let's date a little bit. And, oh, there's so many things popping up in my head. I want to say all of them at the same time. Same but time. Continue to this one. Stick to this one. That's, like, the first thing he decided. I'm sure he decided more things before that. But, like, slowly, he was, he was the love bombing. And he used the love bombing to, like figure out where to go from there like how can I treat this girl how can I like manipulate how can I get her so deep into this shit that there's no way out yeah so he's starting like you know with this thing like we're a couple now deciding it because he, obviously he's gonna know that that's gonna be that would be a good feeling for me because I'm 21 and at this time I haven't even said that but there's an age gap here like he's 14 years older than me so he's yeah. like what 36 yeah 36 36 and married yeah <laughs> I did not know he was married I'm not some home wrecker but I'm sure if I was you'd be happy with it I, we were done in fact we were separated he just wouldn't sign the divorce papers and yeah. he was gaslighting me and everyone says oh but you can just do it without him right but he was sending me messages and we'll get into all of this but the papers are on their way like it was a whole heap so anyway so you didn't know that he was married and no, he just I mean, never mentioned it no I knew nothing nothing of you and I didn't even see it as a red flag it was a way of I would ask him about exes like, do you have any, have you been any long-term relationships, anything serious? Like, do you have any children? I'm only 21, but still I'm thinking like, okay, he's like. Yeah, I thought the same. Seven. He you was. ask about these things. Yeah, because he was 30 and I was 21 or he was 29, about to turn 30. I was there for his 30th, this early yeah. relationship. Um, yeah. And the same thing, you know, a guy's 30, you do, like, sometimes have to, you know, you ask, like, 30 is pretty old. Do you have kids? It's fair enough. Yeah. A lot of your friends have kids. And um, so, so same exact thing. And he said, no, he had an ex that had left a really bad taste in his mouth. And yeah, um, bad that, taste. Yeah. <laughs> and that bad actually taste in his mouth. all of his exes hated him and had called him the C word, but that, you know, I just got him. And we are yeah. very, very, very early into the relationship. I know I keep yeah. stressing that, but you know. No, but you, you just understood him and it was Yeah, same with me. Oh, you just get me, you just understand me. It's different with you and um I'm sure that's never gonna happen with us and um 
he just put it down to he just had bad access you know and I didn't pick it up I didn't pick up that as a red flag I should have but I didn't I didn't think of it as a red flag at all like he only had negative things like real negative things to say about his exes and you included like he even told me that you left a bad taste in his mouth yeah sure he did and I was like trying to find out more information and obviously he would ask me like have you ever been in a relationship and I hadn't like I had my flings and you know a fuck friend even back in the day that I had like for years and but I I was never in a serious relationship before like can you can you even say if you like if you had a boyfriend from like 14 till 17 can you even say that was a serious relationship because I wouldn't because it's like it's not it might have been felt serious but it's not an adult relationship yeah that's what I mean it's not it's not an adult relationship and I'm not saying that you can't find the love of your life at 14 because some people do but yeah none of my boyfriends or whatever you want to call them when I was like 14 15 16 none of them were serious relationships so my answer was just no and I didn't have any excess that left a bad taste in my mouth like where I dated people and been with people and I didn't really have too much negative stuff to say about them like it is what it is and it was what it was but I didn't feel the way he felt about all his exes and I don't understand why I didn't why it wasn't a red flag yeah but I'll put it down to the fact that I was blonde and 21 yeah I was that's what I was I was young and naive and all yeah absolutely and it's an easy target for him um but yeah so in the beginning of the relationship he only had negative things to say about you I would even ask like what's her name and I wouldn't get your name and then I can't believe he wouldn't even say my name like what's an issue with it's not about me but why wouldn't you just say what your ex's name is yeah what does it matter like yeah no but no he didn't say your name didn't say nothing he didn't want to talk about it he was just negative it was bad and um i should have even then i should have thought about if it's still so negative maybe it's fresh you know right but i didn't, I didn't think, think about that either no i was like okay it ended badly and it is what it is so I remember I asked to see a picture of you because mm-hmm. I wanted to see, you know, does he have yeah, a type? Yeah. Which he clearly had. London <laughs> 21. It's his oh. favorite. London <laughs> 21. Yeah. And yeah. I saw a picture of you. Mm-hmm. And he showed you one? He showed me a picture, yeah. Uh, I don't remember if it was a picture on Facebook or a picture that he had on his phone I don't think he had any picture on his phone Yeah. but the thing with him is uh, I don't know if it was the same with you but when I met him 
like as soon as I met him and started going to his house, his Mac broke. It was an accident. <laughs> he left it on the bed and the window was up and it was snowing. So it got wet and now it was broken. So he had to get a new one. That didn't happen with me that I remember at least. No, but right after that, the new iPhone came out and he's like, oh, I just got to have it. Yeah, so he went out and he bought the new iPhone and I have my iPhone back up, backed up. Like I have pictures from like what he yeah. did back, you know, I have everything um, in that phone. And I think it's awesome. That's how iPhones work. And I think it's great. You just get the new one and you have all your stuff on it and it's great. Yeah. But not him. He would always make a new, a brand account. new one. He would. He would make me as well. Okay. That's why I don't have any of the old stuff. Every time I got a new phone, he's like, first start." Oh no! I was like, "No, I don't want that. <laughs> I want my old stuff. I want my picture. I want everything." <laughs> I don't know, but I don't think he tried to convince me that hard either. But I was like, "Nope. I just want to log into my account and have everything, not set up anything." <laughs> But he would always have, like, brand new phone, fresh stuff. And I was like, but then you don't have any of your pictures. And you have, oh. So when he switched phones, then there was no old pictures to look at at his phone. And I think maybe that's why he did it. I don't know. But there's something fishy there. Yeah. Yeah, why? Why? I don't get it. Like. But he doesn't, he didn't have any animals. He didn't, doesn't have a good relationship with his mom. So <laughs> obviously he's not going to show any pictures of, oh, this is when I lived in Australia and this is my mom. Like I didn't, I, when I met his mom, that's like, and we're talking years into the relationship before I met his mom. That was the first time I saw it. I hadn't even seen a yeah, picture Yeah, I of had her. not seen a picture of her either. He didn't have a picture of his mom. No, none. And. I can't say that. That's so oh, wild to think about. I know. I have lots of pictures of my mum and my dad. Do not have a single photo of your mum. It's your family. Yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about family, like from the beginning, from like the get-go, it was like always like, you're my family now. You're yes. all I need. You're my family now. And that you're my family now became such a big thing. It was always used against me. The fact that I was his family now, that was used against me. Yeah, and particularly when you try and leave and he's all alone and you're his only family. yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking at conversations from October, beginning of October. And we're not together at this point. We're just chatting, going to each other's houses, each other's houses, and all that stuff. And Christmas, like this is October, so Christmas is not far away. Mm-hmm. It's like three months away, and we're not together. But I remember Christmas two thousand sixteen. He spent with me at my dad's house. So straight away, yeah. See, I think straight he came. Away. See, I had a whole year before the holidays. Yeah, you, yeah, because yeah. you met him 
New Year's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, straight away, like, less than three months into it, we're celebrating Christmas together, and I'm like, okay. And it was kind of like me feeling bad for him because we lived yep. in Norway. And he didn't and his, have anyone to spend Christmas with. Yeah, his family is in Australia and in Poland. <laughs> and he could have just went to Poland and spent Christmas there. But I remember there being a thing. It was like a it was a thing around Christmas that it was used against me that I said, but you can just spend Christmas with your family in Poland. It's a little bit early to spend Christmas together. Like we've been together for a couple of weeks. <laughs> so and, uh, no, yeah, he I mean, wanted to spend Christmas. Yeah. Very quickly, when I left him first, December 14th, 2015, and then I left him the second time, December 22nd, 2015, can you imagine who was at my family Christmas in America that year? Oh, my God, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, because who yeah. else? What, now you've left me and now I have to spend Christmas alone. All alone in a country I don't even know. I'm sure he said that. Yeah, yep. Oh. Yeah, that sounds, sounds like him. It's always, everything's about him. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have any diagnosis that I know, but he'll, he definitely, he's definitely, at a bare minimum, he's a narcissist. Uh, absolute bare minimum. If that's like the absolute bare minimum. Some okay. sort of psychopath or something. But yeah. But, so you like, spent Christmas at your dad's with him? Yeah, and was he like, nice that Christmas? Does it? Did he make yeah. you feel? Yeah, it was good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, super nice. Still eat early on. Yeah. Still love bombing. I mean, we had just been in Poland, not visiting his family. He needed to show me Poland first. I couldn't meet them straight away. And you and me were even like talking about beginning of the relationship. We can talk about what we talked about earlier today. Mm. Uh, I sent you some. Um, pictures of messages that I had with him where he Ugh. decided that this is today I'm going to meet your dad yes yes yeah. okay so I'm at work and we work different times um so at this time he was finished or he had a day off and I was working late I was closing I worked in the bar so I was closing the bar and um we decided that he was going to come to the bar and just going to sit down and have a couple of beers because that's just what we did. We would hang out at each other's bars when we didn't work ourselves. Like, basically alcoholics. <laughs> and, like, thinking about that, how much alcohol was involved in the beginning of the relationship. Oh, I love this beer, I love that beer, and I love making drinks and all that. And, like... Soon after Christmas 2016. You weren't allowed to drink anymore. I wasn't allowed to drink anymore. And I didn't drink for the five years we were together. Like Neither maybe one here and there. but Yeah, a glass of allowed. wine on New Year's or something. Yeah, it would be like a glass of champagne on New, on New Year's or yeah. his birthday. His and only birthday if he suggested it. Yeah. Yeah. Only if he suggested it. That's right. I wasn't even allowed to have beers in the house. Yeah. And I'm like, but it's nice to have, I'll have some beers in the fridge, like, if we get guests, like, if yeah. we have somebody over. 
but I wasn't allowed to have anybody over, so why would I be in the fridge? Like, you don't need who's them. Good at yes, them? No, I don't need them. No, it's the pet name. All you, all you like, need is me. Do the happy dance. Yeah, do the happy dance. <laughs> do the happy dance. You don't need no alcohol. You have me. You don't need no friends. You have me. You don't need no family because I'm your family now. <laughs> and dance about how happy you are about yeah, you can just like be like dot 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 and that's it. Not tell anything more about our relationship with him because at the end of the day, that was it. Do the happy dance. Yeah. I'm your family now. <laughs> you don't need no alcohol. <laughs> Who are you texting? Oh, who are you texting? Why are you smiling at your phone? I'm like looking at a stupid video of some puppy, you know, and I'm like melting and I'm smiling because it's a cute puppy. Who are you chatting with? Why are you smiling at your phone? Always. And I'm like, I'm not talking to anybody because I have no friends. So. <laughs> you made me have no friends. Now I have no friends. So I look at stupid looking videos. Looking at cats on, on the internet, you psycho. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just relax for a bit. Okay. So, yeah. We're just chit-chatting, talking about nothing. It's still October and, like, there's so many messages. And they're sweet and they're nice. And it's like, oh, you go spend some time with your friends. Have a good time. Blah, blah, blah. And I've been reading through these messages and I don't know when it changed I can't see it I've been sending some to you be like oh this was manipulation but he's like it's like tiny things in between yeah Yeah. one of the messages I sent you today was like from early 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 on where um he said something about what happened to the 15 minutes yes when you, if you oh. say, hey, I'll be home around 10 and then it's 10.05, it's like you said you would be home at 10 and it is like full anger. Yeah. Very I used early. To get, I got, I have so many messages where it's like, I was expecting you by now. And he could message me and be like, you said you'd be here by 10. And then I scroll up and be like, did I really say 10? And I can't find it anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I tell him, like, no, I didn't. And then his go-to statements, like, scroll up, mate. Yeah. Scroll up, mate. Scroll up, mate. Always scroll up, mate. (laughs) Oh, God. He would, um, Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I have messages here. This is, like, early, early on. Um, So I have a friend coming over from up north, because I'm from up north in Norway, but I live, like, during this relationship, we lived in Oslo. Mm -hmm. So my friend had a baby nine months earlier or something like that, and it was, was the first time she was traveling with the baby by herself. And she's like my best friend from kindergarten. And um, she's coming to visit me. And I had just gone in this 
to this relationship. Like, we haven't even agreed that it's a relationship yet. Um... So I message him and I say, hey, I never asked you this, but what do you want to do when my friend is here? Obviously, I'm going to sleep at home then, but do you want to meet her or do you maybe not like babies? Like, this is how little I know about babies. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I have no problem about with babies. Uh, I can just stay at yours if you like. And then he's getting angry. Because this is like 10.23 and I'm not answering because I'm at work. So at 10.29 he's like, yeah, question mark. And I'm still not answering. Obviously he was busy at the bar. Now so at work. Yeah, so 12 minutes later, 10.42, he messaged me again and it's three questions mark, question marks. So he's like straight away showing the crazy and I'm not even seeing it. The three question marks was always like. And it's always three. Yeah. It's never four. It's not two. It's three. <laughs> always. Always. So I answer him right after and I'm like, I would like you to meet her. I never see her, but I'm just saying that I get it if you don't want to. Uh, she's sleeping up. She's staying in my, you don't call it roommate because we didn't share a room. You call it house. Well, yeah, yeah, just depends which country you're in. How, whatever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if I say roommate, obviously it doesn't mean you share the room. I share okay. a room with her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, if anybody does this and I'm like 21 and I have a roommate, like, that's not <laughs> the deal here. <laughs> we had an apartment, separate bedrooms. The studio. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm telling him, like, she's going to sleep in my roommate's bedroom. Um, so it's nice if he wants to stay at mine. And he's like, yep, happy to meet your best friend, of course. Of course. Yeah. And it became an issue. It became a huge issue. There were other things there that has nothing to do with him. Uh, that made that situation a bit tricky. But we worked it out. But his answer to all the issues, you know, staying in that apartment with the baby, um, I don't know, somehow my roommate wasn't home, she was in Thailand, or she was going to Thailand that day. So it's just going to be me and my best friend from up north and him, if he wanted to. Nice, you know? Yeah. And um, somehow, like, I'm, I'm reading these messages and I'm like, okay, I clearly told him, like, obviously I'm going to stay at home because my friend is coming. And I've had this conversation so many times and that he was acting, like, so strange and he was, like, put her off, you know? But somehow, like, the first day he was, like, convincing me that me and him should stay at his place. And if my friend wasn't comfortable staying at my place, then she could stay at his place and we could stay at my place. And they're not like far, far apart, but it's more than walking distance at night or at winter time. You take the bus or a cat or something. 
you know, it was the other side of, of town. So somehow he's like trying to convince me that it's the better idea. But I've already asked him, like, you're okay with babies? Like, yeah, and he's fine, but obviously he wasn't. And I remember I was telling him, like, if you want to go home, you can go home. I'm staying here. So I ended up staying at home that night, that first night. Um, and he stayed as well. But after that, the night after, I'm quite sure that me and him went to his place. And my friend that came to visit me stayed in the apartment with the baby by herself. That's like a horrible thing to do, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Like if I came to visit you, imagine I flew across the world to visit you. And then your boyfriend's like, hey, we just we can go stay at your mom's house. And then you just leave. Leave me alone in your fucking house. Like, what am I gonna do? <laughs> I'm here to visit you. And you just leave. Like, she must have felt horrible. And I don't know how I let myself convince that was the best idea. But it's that word we were talking about um, the other day. Captivated. Captivated. Yeah. <laughs> and captivated. Not, ca- not captive. Two different things. Not, yeah, captivated. Batat. Captivated. Yeah, I was captivated by his love. Or what I thought was love. You know, when right. I was 21, I didn't know any better. I thought this was love. And uh, for whatever reason, I thought it was a good idea to go to his place and leave my friend alone. I sound like a horrible person. No, you're not a horrible person. What would have happened, and I was thinking about this as I was driving yesterday, is that you would have been all blah, 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 and out of nowhere, even though you've agreed to a plan, he would have said, um, she would have said, like, oh, sorry, she, <laughs> he would have said out of nowhere, like, all right, well, we might go back to our house, yeah? And there would have yeah. been no option for you to say no, and you would have been like, yeah. "Oh, I thought you was we were. I thought maybe, and you wouldn't have even finished your sentence, maybe, right? And he would have been like, "Oh, I just thought maybe, no reason not to." And then you'd yeah. look at your friend, and she would be like, "What?" And you'd be like, "I don't know. I I think he wants to go back to his house. Like I I could yeah, see he's putting you on out. the spot. Yeah, putting you on the spot right then and there. Like, and you don't know what to do because obviously he wants to go to his house." And then she's like, what, what? Yeah, no, you're 100% right. It must have been in a way like that he was convincing me. But I know the second day we slept at his house and she slept at mine and yeah. So she was supposed to stay for 10 days, I think. Mm-hmm. And she stayed for maybe four, five. <laughs> All of a sudden, I didn't understand it. She was like, oh, I'm going to be leaving tomorrow. And I was like, tomorrow? And she's like, yeah, that was the plan. I'm visiting my other friend, you know. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know about that. And she's like, oh, did I forget to tell you? Like, she was lying. Yeah. And I'm not, like, we're still best friends. I was her 
uh, bride, bridesmaid. So that's what it's called, yeah. Yeah, um, in August, and made of honor. been best friends forever, and we've had this whole conversation. And so she admitted then, to she was lying. Yeah, like years later. Yeah, yeah, years yeah. later, of course. But um, yeah, like we've been best friends forever, and at that time, I wasn't even angry at her. Like I, I was disappointed, and I was hurt, and I was like, "Oh, you're gonna leave," you know, in a way, like I'm gonna miss you and. It was nice having you here and those feelings, but not like what you're gonna leave now. It was never like that. Right. But for her, like she had a baby with her and she was traveling alone and she just wanted to have a good time and he was just being a douchebag. He was just yeah. being such a dickhead. Like we were we we're going out to eat one day and we're walking from my house down to a restaurant and I'm just walking you know the baby in the stroller and um me and my friend were just chit-chatting he's walking with us we were more people I don't know I think maybe my mom was there and um there were more of us you know which is a whole group maybe eight people and everybody's just talking having a good time I'm speaking to her of course because I finally get to see her you know and um, all of a sudden, he was just gone. Out of nowhere, he was just gone. And I like, I look around, and I was like, where's Dick? Where is he? And she's like, I don't know. She's like, why didn't he say anything? Like, what, what happened? And we just, we walk like super slowly, like, maybe he's going to show up. And I'm trying to call him, and he's not answering. And I'm like what's going on like what happened and we're like 20 seconds and then yeah. all of a sudden he just shows up again and i'm like where did you go he's like oh i popped into the store i was like but why didn't you say anything he's like but i told you i was like no you didn't you didn't say anything I'm like looking at my friend like did you hear him and she's like no and i'm like you didn't say anything he's like yeah i did but it's not like you're paying me any attention, so you wouldn't have heard it. So he didn't say anything. He was just wanting to say that you're worth yeah. paying attention. Building <clears throat> up to the fact that I wasn't giving him any attention. Yeah. And I was like, at this point, we're not together. But we're still spending 24-7 together. We're like right. together all the time. And then for 10 minutes, I speak to my friend that is visiting oh you're not paying me any attention and I'm like okay well next time just let me know he's like yeah but I did I was like well maybe make sure then that I know like I didn't know where you went I I thought maybe you were angry he's like oh no I'm not angry at all I'm like <laughs> if you had video and you saw me now if, if I had video on and you saw me now like you'd see a I'm sitting here like rolling my eyes. Yeah. Like, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Not angry. Yeah. <laughs> of course you're not angry, Tech. You're never angry. Oh, yeah. No, but it's like, oh, I just had to get myself a lighter. I got you one as well. And it was like a yellow lighter and it said like just smile or something on it. No, He's like, isn't it cute? I'm like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> Why did you just walk off? 
I didn't understand anything. I was like lost and I was like, okay, well, he says he's not angry, so he's not. And he said, he says that he told me, so I guess he did. But he didn't. I know for a fact he didn't. Yeah, but that was like, he's making a statement of like, you're not paying me any attention. And during dinner time, everybody noticed that. So he's sitting next to me. Or a group of like eight people sitting at a like roundish table and he's sitting next to me and my friend is sitting uh, on the other side of me and I'm talking to everybody as you do at a dinner party you talk with everyone and we were all super respectful and we were talking English and maybe the people at the end of the table having a conversation in between themselves Maybe they were speaking Norwegian. But in general, around the table, we were all talking English. him. Yeah. But he's sitting, like, right next to me. And he's, like, only talking to me. Only yeah. Only me. Nobody else. And it's, like, it's a feeling of, like, oh, let me breathe. But also a feeling of, like, oh, he just likes me so much that he only wants to talk to me. Yes, and he would, like, just look at me while yeah. conversations are going on. Like, he, yeah, it was just... Just staring at you. And yeah. You, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. But it seems sweet. Yes. Yes. It's a feeling I can't describe. Because I remember feeling like, oh, my God, just let me breathe. Like, you might as well be sitting on my lap by now you know yeah yeah this is stupid let me breathe let me have a conversation let me we're amongst friends and family and just enjoy yourself have a conversation with my friend try to get to know her because obviously the messages that i just read said that i'm happy to meet your friend like i want to meet your best friend well Mm -hmm. he didn't show he didn't show that he wanted to get to know my friend right Okay, okay, we're still talking about early days, yeah? I'm like, yeah. I'm looking at messages while we're talking here. So I'm just of later days? Of, of like, days. we're still in like October. Yeah, perfect. 2016. This is good. So he's asking me what I'm doing, and I'm just telling him I'm chilling, watching a movie. And he's like, what movie? I was like, I don't know yet. I haven't gotten that far. What should I watch? So we're getting to the part of him being the best at movies. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I'm not sure. There's a lot of stuff I want us to watch together. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So we can't recommend any of the movies he wants to watch together because those there are certain together movies and there's certain movies you're allowed to watch to watch by yourself. Oh my god. Yeah, so he's recommending John Wick. Okay. Uh, And then, because he thinks that I'm this blonde, ditzy, stupid girl, you know. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen anything, haven't heard about anything. I know nothing about nothing. Um, And I'm, yeah, like we talked about, I'm unapproachable. When you see me out at the bar, I'm unapproachable like I have a resting bitch face and 
if I don't want to be talked to, I'm a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And if you try to talk to me and I don't want to talk to you, you know that I don't want to talk to you. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So that was a joke going on in our relationship. That I have such a resting bitch face. I used to always tell him, like, listen, babe, you don't need to worry about me. Like, I'm unapproachable. I have a resting bitch face. And at the end of the day, I'm a bitch. So nobody even wants to come talk to me. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Okay, so he's he's telling me. Or if you really want to check out an incredible film, <laughs> um, see if you can find The Equalizer. I don't know any of them. I've not seen that one either. No? Oh. They're good movies. Not because he thinks so. Yeah. Because they're good movies. Yeah. He's like, with Denzel, it's better than John Wick. And I'm like, uh, I'll just watch something random. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> listening to him at all. <laughs> and then I'm telling him, I don't really care about the movie. I just want to chill. Yeah. Like, anyway, I've seen it. I've seen the equalizer. Oh, He's yeah. like, oh, you've never seen anything like that. <laughs> it's just so funny because of how the relationship ends up for you to just be like, nah, rubbish idea. It's so yeah. like, in, like It's so funny reading these messages in the beginning where I'm like, oh, rubbish. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. You're like, and then knowing up. how yeah. fucked up it's going to be by the end. Yeah. You know, back then I didn't know you watch what you want, what he wants you to watch. Yeah. I didn't know that. Back yeah. then I thought it's okay to be like, nah, I watched it. I want something else. You know? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Movies. He's the best. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Did the other day. It's a dick. Is a dick could have been the son of Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not in looks no because he you know dark hair and all that it doesn't match the way that he doesn't answer Acting. anything it doesn't answer anything and always the best at the everything best. yeah always the best at everything he yeah. knows the best movies he knows the best music um he just, he knows best, money-wise, work-wise. He knows what you deserve. Because you're a young, dumb 21-year-old. Yeah. He knows, like, if you get a new job, babe, just ask for 40K. doesn't matter if <laughs> everybody else gets 35. You get 40. Yeah. You deserve 40. How the you can tell him. Yeah, you can tell him, but babe, that's not how it works. It's... Not everybody, everybody gets 35. I can't ask for 40. It's not possible. Like, day one? No. Like, I need to show what I'm good for. (laughs) He's like, no, no. They already know. They hired you. Yeah. They don't even know what I'm good for. Like, they don't know how I work. They know nothing. Like, they can fire me tomorrow because I'm shit. And right. I'm just gonna walk in there and be like, hey, it's day one, I'm amazing, give me 40 <laughs> <laughs> That's it that's his idea of life. I know. But he never did himself. 
Oof, he never did himself. No, you're when right. When I met him, did. yeah, when I met him, he had way less pay than the other ones. I think he had like 165 or something, and the other people in the bar, they were getting like 185 people that have been working there for like shorter amount of periods than him. So he was like getting way less than everybody else. And I'm like, 165? <laughs> and you're going to be like, you're going on 40 soon. Like, it's a joke. Yeah. I was like, you really got to ask for more money. And then after a while, he went in and he asked for money. And he did get the 180 or 185 or something. Like, he got like quite a big pay raise straight away. Uh-huh. Because they should have given them that to me earlier. Yeah. But yeah. So he's like telling me like I need to get I need to ask for more money. I'm not even looking at his own pay. Like he would never have the balls to go in. No, he would never have the balls. 40K. No, he's just making you believe that he would have the balls and he would never be treated the way you let yourself be treated at work. Yeah. He used to always tell me that. He would tell me that too, the way that they treat you at work. Yeah, yeah, babe. It's a business. At the end of the day, they don't care about you. You need to think about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Silenced the podcast is co-hosted by Caitlin and Naomi. Join us for weekly visits into the spiral that was.